Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast Network. Uh, this is the Landry Football Podcast. Wanted to spend a little time talking about some players. We'll talk about some defensive players here and some offensive players in the next podcast. In the NFL, that could be traded this uh, past weekend. It's based upon talking to people in the league. Uh, I think uh, with a lot of things go into these decisions, folks. It's It's about contracts, future contracts, where you think you can be with maybe players that are younger and more cost-effective behind them, maybe trying to get rid of a player, not get rid of them, but certainly try to get value for a player while his value still can be had. So we're going to go through some of those guys on the defensive side. Um, and then again, on the next podcast, we'll do the offensive guys. So make sure that you check uh, both of them out as we'll both be running here on the Landry Football Podcast Network. Also running uh, uh, in greater detail on this and other great stuff about the NFL, college football, from a coaching, scouting, and front office perspective, is LandryFootball.com. It's where you can get the best information on football uh, from a coaching, scouting, and front office executive standpoint. So make sure that you check out LandryFootball.com today, um, in season, out of season, uh, recruiting, transfer portal, uh, NFL, free agency, r- the draft, you name it, we got it for you at LandryFootball.com. Uh, also, take advantage of our um, scouting season offer, which will get you through a 12-month membership. If you want to try it out for a month or six months, you can do that as well. Also, subscribe, like, and share for free the Landry Football Podcast Network wherever you get your podcast so that you don't miss any of our football shows. So looking at some guys, you know, look, you think about um, uh, Buda Baker, uh, Devin White have requested trades. Um, Washington has a decision to make with Chase Young. Fifth-year option uh, that is uh, May 1st. Uh, do you trade them or sign them, um, pick up the option, sign them long-term? All decisions that you got to make. So let's go through maybe a handful of guys. That's it. There's there are more possibly, but these are the guys that jump out that could bring some interesting trade value. And remember, in the process of free agency in the draft, if you can come out of it draft weekend, let's say you're looking for a particular player, and this is why you got to mesh your – free agent and your pro personnel board to your college board draft board because you have to look at what is more valuable would we be better off putting a veteran in that spot could we get a deal done for how much this is why you have to it's not as simple as we're going to make this move wait maybe the draft board comes off a little differently than you expect and you don't have as good a chance to get the player that you wanted so one guy that jumps out is Buda Baker, the Cardinals. Back and forth conversations between Baker and the new Cardinals regime has led to him asking, requesting a trade. He drafted him in the se- second round in 17. He seeks an extension that would place him near the top of the safety market. Now, I think they see him, the new regime does, a little bit differently. Good, but maybe not where he sees himself, and that's often the case, right? Over Baker's first six seasons in the NFL, his run defense grade is one of the top 10 among safeties in the league. And his 40 tackles for loss um, puts him in the top five in that area. 
He's the clear leader of this Cardinal defense. He just turned 27 years old when he signed his extension in 20 for $14.75 million. The safety market hadn't reached the $50 million annually. But the following season, if you remember, Jamal Adams pushed it to 17.5. So there's no question that he and his agent feel like a bump in pay is in order. And at the very least, probably going to have to find that elsewhere. Um, Jacksonville's a team that may have some interest. Let's watch them, maybe someone else this weekend, see if it can get done. Uh, Devin White, Tampa, linebacker. Um, there's frustration over the lack of process and extension between White and the Bucks. Number five pick in the 19 draft. Um, the current market's fairly clear at off-the-ball linebacker with the Ravens topping the market for on an extension for Roquan Smith to the tune of $20 million per year. The Bears uh, inking Tremont Edmonds to deal worth $18 million annually in free agency. Um, he's probably seeking a deal in that range. He's set to earn um, 11 7 in 23 on a fully guaranteed fifth-year option. Um, the Bucks have stated that they have no intention of trading White, but whether that's true or not, we'll see. We'll see what the offer is. They've got the Bucks do $75 million in dead cap in 23, more than $20 million clear on the next highest team. Mike Evans is entering the final year of his contract. Kyle Trask is set to be the only quarterback on the roster that's young, and now we're looking at for 24 at least. So where do they go there? I mean, does Baker Mayfield get re-signed? Again, that's short term. We don't know. One particular aspect of White's game is that is a lot of value in his pass rush ability. 88 quarterback pressures over the past three seasons, 30 more than the next highest player. Teams that like to send linebackers on blitzes, the Giants and the Titans come to mind, are teams to watch. Really good fit here. The best part of his game is as a pass rusher, and blitzing linebackers are where you want to go with the likelihood there. So Darius Smith of the Vikings, um, he tried to push his way out of Minnesota earlier this offseason to no avail, but the signing of Marcus Davenport may at least open the door and push the Vikings to consider the idea, especially with just total of five draft picks at their disposal. While Smith is up there in age and is somewhat troubling in terms of his injury history, the deal he signed with Minnesota looks like a bargain after he earned really good pass rush grade, 78 total pressures in 22. He's owed $12.5 million for this upcoming season, with $3 million of that total coming per roster bonuses and would not be earned if he missed time. This could make him an attractive trade piece for other clubs as compared to more expensive options, although it's quite clear that he wants a raise. Perhaps another team could guarantee him more money, maybe convert the per-game roster bonuses into a signing bonuses. That might be enough to get him excited, and we'll see if Minnesota – with a draft pick trap as they are, might be willing to do that. Emmanuel Agba of the Dolphins, a guy that I thought was, uh, I didn't have, I had a good grade on him coming out of Oklahoma State, but I thought he was a little bit stiff and straight line-ish to me, uh, but he's had a pretty good career. Um, no one's really talking about him, but he signed a four-year, $65.4 million extension just last offseason, and the Dolphins promptly traded for edge defender Bradley Chubb at this year's deadline, agreeing on a five-year, $110 million extension shortly thereafter. 
um, 2021 first round with Jalen Phillips is better than both players. And Agba is, is very expensive as a third edge rusher. And that's kind of how I felt about Agba all along. I thought he was overdrafted, and I think he's got limitations. I think he's got value as a third rusher. But when you sign him to be your top rusher, like the Dolphins did, it's an expensive proposition to have a guy that is not nearly as good as people thought. Now, new defense coordinator Vic Fangio will want some depth rushing the passer. So having Ogba is a good thing. But the tricky part is, you know, in the cap era, can you afford him or do you get a younger version in the draft that perhaps that you can? This is why I'm bringing him up. If they do, then I think he could be moved. Now, the tricky part will be finding a trade partner to take on his $15 million fully guaranteed salary. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't advise anybody that I deal with doing it. It's going to be difficult to trade him. Remember, when you're trading a player, fans often miss this. The media often misses this. I was a good player. I should trade for him. You're not trading for the player. You're trading for his contract. You're trading for what he's going to be once he gets to your place, what he's projected to be. You know, so this, well, I got a lot of cap room. You got a lot of cap room normally because you manage your finances very well. If you guarantee $15 million for a, a pretty good third rusher, you begin to get yourself in trouble because then what does that do for the guys that are better than him? If Miami agrees to retain his salary, as we've seen with recent trades of wide receivers, Allen Robinson and Brandon Cooks, another team in need of a pass rush help may buy low on offer. A huge if, but let's keep it in mind. One other guy I'll mention, again, not a complete list, is Chase Young. Bit of a stretch here, and I don't think it's going to happen. But with a fifth-year option deadline for uh, for their first-round pick in 20 on May 1st, rapidly approaching, the money after the draft, um, perhaps Washington will let another team make the decision of whether to fully guarantee the $17.4 million deal for Young in 24. They've extended interior defenders Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat on the edge. He's entering the fifth-year option. Um, When you draft well and develop well at that position and create depth at that position like they have, um, you got to make some decision. Now, I think Chase Young has a higher ceiling than Sweat once healthy. But is Washington comfortable with Sweat's high floor and be willing to proactive in getting out a potential paying all four? They, they're not going to be able to pay all four what they need. If other teams are comfortable with Young's medical after he missed considerable time with a knee injury, I would bring him maybe aboard and consider that. I, I think... I would look hard at it and do a lot of medical intel if I was the Bears, the Cardinals, the Texans, among some other teams, to at least inquire about his potential. He is someone that, again, if he checks out medically, um, outside of Will Anderson in this draft, I'm not sure that there's anybody that would um, be as good. In fact, as a pure edge guy, maybe the best. So keep that in mind. I don't think he's on the trade block, but in the unique situation where they, meaning the Washington commanders, 
have to make some long-range decision about how much money they can allocate at that position, somebody might be willing to guarantee it. And they'd be willing to make that call for a trade. That's why I bring them up. I don't know any of these are going to happen, but I can tell you there are conversations about these guys and others, but these are the most prominent ones that are being had around the league. Whether it, it uh, consummates into a draft, or, uh, draft trade or not, I don't know. But we'll see. Hey, a reminder, um, we're going to do the same thing for some offensive guys. So make sure that you check us out on our next podcast. Uh, we got greater detail for you on all of this and much more at LandryFootball.com. So take advantage of our scouting season offer. Um, try it out for a month or six months if you want. When our scouting season offer is the best one we have, we'll take you all the way through the rest of this scouting business season, all the way through next football season. So Check it out today. Also, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network wherever you get your podcasts. And that way you don't miss any of our football shows. It's free, so subscribe, like, and share, and spread the word to all your friends about the Landry Football Podcast Network. But for now, we say so long. Talk to you next time, everybody.